Welcome to the My Intimacy Therapist podcast. I'm therapist and coach, Shade Giovanni. If you want to feel less anxiety in your relationships and enjoy a confident and spiritual intimate life, you're in the right place. So grab a cup of tea and a warm blanket and let's talk intimacy. Hello. So today's going to be pretty fun because I am inside of a coffee shop kind of it's like a combination of a coffee shop slash co-working space of sorts it is a vibe very comfy and cozy time um but i really like ambient noise so i wanted to give this a try and it is doing exactly what i thought it would i'm curious some of you guys are like that too where you actually feel more calm when there is some kind of white noise or something in the background anyway all that to say if you hear music or people in the background you are exactly right that is happening and we're just welcoming that in so let's talk a little bit about how controlling you are You, me, all of us, we have these tendencies, and if you clicked on this episode, it means that you relate, so hopefully that doesn't feel like an insult, but it can be the truth, so let us confront the truth. Being controlling is directly in opposition to intimacy, to freedom, to vulnerability, to movement and letting go and all of that stuff that you need in order to really tap into desire and pleasure and if you are someone who would describe yourself as some level of controlling and even if you don't describe yourself that way if someone else in your life would (laughs) multiple people in your life would then just include yourself in this category if you do this it's likely that you're not only doing it in intimacy it's likely you're doing it everywhere so that might be in your work which it's also probably likely you have a career or profession where your level of control meticulousness attention to detail is praised and needed and exactly what helps you to show up for your clients um it could be something where you are a fellow first generation person you are a child of immigrants and so you were in a lot of ways born into this idea of being your best possible self managing things making it happen and again we're not putting any labels on this we're just describing different areas it shows up but in that type of area it again is a positive thing it could be that you are controlling in your home and everything has its place It could be that you're controlling in your relationships, not just with your partner, but with friendships. You are the mom or the dad of the group. You're the person that is setting the day and the time for the next meetup. If you have kiddos, you could also be that parent that is very much involved in helping your child flourish and blossom and become the best they can be. And at times, could lean towards the helicoptering of the parenting styles so if feeling controlled or 
hyper-focus and intimacy is an issue for you, it probably isn't just there. So really think about all the areas of your life that this could also be showing up because we need to know that in order to change this pattern, we can do it by going straight to intimacy, but we can also do it by going to any of those other areas and starting there. It's kind of like a spider web where everything's connected and it'll all lead back to the center. And so this short action step is going to be pick an area where you have issues with control, where it feels very distressing or dysregulating or upsetting for you to let go of control. The baby step area, okay? Let's not dive off the deep end here, but pick an area and we're going to come up together with one small thing you can do to start letting go and releasing in that category because that is the same skill set you will copy and paste into letting go and releasing in intimacy. Okay, ready? You have your thinking cap on. If you're driving, just do this in your head. But if you are somewhere where you have a pen and a paper nearby, uh, yeah, jot some of these ideas down. Pause the episode, brainstorm with me. Let's start with career. Now, once again, I am going off of the assumption that you are an extremely high-functioning, high-performing professional individual. If you are on the stay-at-home parent side, I mean, you can still uh, bring that in here, but we are going to touch parenting, so you could also save that for then. Now... You're very good at what you do. We love that, we embrace that, we are not trying to fight that because the thing is about the different parts of us, if we try to fight these parts that we've worked so hard to develop, they're gonna fight back, they're not gonna feel the vibe. So we're gonna embrace it. How can you use your current style of managing and taking care of things, but tweak it just a little bit so that you're not falling into the over-functioning end of things. So for example, if you are the person that's awake at 10 p.m. responding to a client or um, employer email because you just don't want anyone to think that you're not available or you wanna make sure you're putting your best foot forward. Okay, maybe that's our baby step. Can we save any emails, communication that comes in after 8 p.m. or 9 p.m., can we save it until the next day and can that be okay or if you really cannot let go can you send the email but schedule send so that it still doesn't arrive into the client inbox until you know 8 a.m the next morning just to prove to yourself that it's okay to release that sense of urgency and that things are not going to fall apart you're not going to be punished you're going to be okay Many of us are also in professions or careers where you do teamwork. So can you practice doing your part of the teamwork with all of the excellence that you so desire, but then once it's time to send it off to the next person, release it. Whatever they want to do with it is their business. And if they need something from you, they'll ask, but you're not gonna be just kind of on the edge of your seat waiting or wondering, why'd you do it that way? You're gonna let them do them because at the end of the day, you're just working for this company. This is not your whole life or sense of being. Now, you might be an entrepreneur to which you would say to me, yes, it is, (laughs) this is me. And so that's the kind of thing that will 
probably need to dive more into one-on-one in a therapeutic relationship, but you know what we're getting at here. So just think of your version of letting go whenever you delegate. If you're choosing to delegate, you're choosing to release. So either that means choosing team members that you trust to release to, or having open conversations about expectations and values within your company so that when you do release it to your teammate, you can at least lean on, okay, but they know what we value. They know what we stand for. I can trust them to handle this. I can let go and take my hands off. So all of that, that's the professional side. Pause here if you need to think about your one baby step, releasing control professionally. All right, let's hit up parenting. Listen, you're creating these small humans to go off and do their own thing. So let them go off and do their own thing because secure attachment involves them being able to explore the world and come back to their secure base. This applies regardless of what age your children are. They could be itty bitty. They could be toddlers. They could be going off to school or they could be the age where they're getting ready to go to college still apply. So what is one way you can build their confidence in themselves by trusting them and releasing a tiny bit of control? Does that look like letting your toddler choose their own outfit for the day, even though it doesn't match and it looks ridiculous? And yeah, maybe they'll be a little bit cold. Can we let them learn from that? Sure. Stash their sweater in your emergency bag if you need if that makes you feel better but can we let them learn on their own what they need by letting go of control or what about your middle schooler can we let them start hanging out with friends and maybe you say yes but at home but we're not going to go to the extent of controlling which friends no no there's a lot of nuance to this so think about it for yourself you know your relationship with your kids what would be a small way to let them take something for themselves and you not control it? Ooh, you know what another one is for that? Food. Maybe you let them choose what they're going to eat or um, let them prepare or work with them to prepare their own meal or recipe. Something like that that makes it not all about you, you, you and what you prefer and what you think is best, but also teaching them and partnering with them to help them understand what good is and what it looks like. All right, now for friendships, this is a fun one. Can you not be the person that plans everything? Like, can you not plan the restaurant, make the reservations, plan the trip? Can you step off of that and allow yourself to be a participant or an experiencer of the things versus being the, uh, there's a word I'm thinking of, I lost it, but the manager of all of the things. And to that you might say, but if I don't plan it, it won't happen. Okay, yeah, so then that's disappointing and it doesn't happen. But what if it does? What if someone else fills the gap that you always fill? Because maybe they've also learned to step back because they just know, oh, well, they're going to take care of it. So let me just see what they got planned. No, no, no. Let's let others fill the gap. And that might be this time. It might be next time. It might take time for that evolution in your dynamics to happen. But it won't happen 
if we don't give it the chance. All right, now the moment we've been waiting for, the bedroom. How do you start just one little way of letting control in this space? And you know what, honestly, take it out of the bedroom and just bring it to those lighter forms of intimacy, whether it's kissing, cuddling, holding hands. What's a way that you can practice letting go of control, breathing, and just being versus thinking about too many things. I will say one good way to think about this is in what environment are you most likely to be able to let go of control? So if you being at home with, you know, paperwork and laundry and dirty dishes and dogs running around, all of that isn't going to help you, then let's not start on the hard mode and let's start on something a little bit easier. Is there a certain date spot where you're allowing your mind to just release a little bit more? Something that taps into your pleasure system, what you like, what makes you happy, a uh, spa, a music festival, uh, sometimes movies. Where would you go? The park? Where would you go or be that would make it more likely for you to be less in a control space and more in a released open-handed type of space and also as a side note i don't think i've ever explained this directly before but when i say open-handed it's this posture of um letting go releasing giving things up um versus being closed and tight fists so that's what i mean by that all right so you have your marching orders Think of your baby step, get creative, something small, minimal, something that you can do on a daily basis to practice releasing control. And once we get that in our muscle memory, taking the next step, whatever that may be, will be a little bit easier. But let's create a habit out of releasing control. Okay? I believe in you. You've got this. I'm really curious if the coffee shop vibe is distracting or uh, cool beans for you guys or if it's you didn't even really notice it once the episode started going um probably be here again because like I said it's a vibe but I hope that these steps feel practical enough um doing them more consistently more frequently will help i'm telling you it's just stretching that muscle and if you listen to this and you're like listen i need help i cannot do this by myself awesome work with me the link is in the show notes or at myintimacytherapist.com let's schedule a consult and chat or if you're an introvert and that is your worst nightmare (laughs) then just send me an email and we'll do it that way so i believe in you Let all of these steps and actions you take lead you more and more to feeling fully seen, fully known, and fully loved. We'll talk soon.